It is now 2 a.m. You're listening to WAIFFM Cincinnati. Yes, this is the Late Late Show. Let me get off of this music real fast. Boom. There we go. Yes. Hey, kids. Yes. Either intentionally or, or on purpose, you have stumbled onto the Late Late Show, you lucky devils. Yes, I am your co-host of the Airwaves, Tariko Suave Man. Ed called me up and asked me if there's any way I can watch his show for the week. And of course I said, yeah, is everything okay? He goes, yes, it's just really important that you, you know, host the show this week. And it turned out to be member I'm beginning to see... A conspiracy. I'm going to have to talk to the son about this. But, as you may or may not know, WAIF being a community radio station, as what good as it is, serves only to open its airwaves to responsible, divergent points of view. The opinions expressed on this program do not reflect the views of WAIF, its staff, or its board of trustees. The opinions on this show reflect my views and or the views of my guests, which is, of course, nobody here. Also, this program, The Late Late Show, will contain material that may be considered offensive and or unsuitable for some listeners. If you feel like you might be offended, please, pretty, pretty, please tune away at this time and return to wait at 5 a.m. when those beautiful people come by and host Open Your Bible. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Anywho, um, yeah, like I said, it's Memberthon. So, uh, hold on. So, thank you for tuning in to listener-supported Wave Radio. We are in the middle of our spring memberthon. Please help keep Wave Radio on the air and indicate your support of this program by making a pledge right now. Your gift of $25 or more makes you a member and gives you voting rights at the Wave Annual Meeting. You will also receive the annual Wave Alert newsletter and a rainbow-colored Wave sticker for your car. It's a really beautiful sticker. I have seven of them, and I like to put them everywhere. Please call 513-961-8900 right now to make your pledge. 
When you call, you can give us the name of the program that you wish to give credit for your pledge. So that means you can call 4 o'clock in the afternoon and say, Hey, I want to make a pledge to The Late Late Show with Ed Clayton. This lets our board knows that you like the show and want to keep it on the air. Every show must meet a minimum of pledges to stay on the air at WAIF. You can also make your pledge online with a credit card or PayPal by visiting our website at waifradio.org, www.waifradio.org. Enter your membership, dollar amount, and the show name in the appropriate fields and click the payment button of your choice. Please give us a call at 513-961-8900 or visit our website and pledge $25 or more to become a member of listener-supported radio, WAIF Cincinnati. Thank you for listening and for your support of radio as it was meant to be. Wave 88.3. So, when Ed did call me, he, uh, he asked me if I could just tune in. He needs to take a little mini vacation. And I said, sure, bring me back a souvenir. But it, it got me thinking. I'm like, hey, uh, I've been doing this show all wrong. I've been doing the show that I think the way Ed would do it. Instead of the way I think I should do it, you know? I mean, we're, we both have good comedy backgrounds and stuff. And I know what I'm doing. I'm just trying to do the show I think Ed would do. And that's wrong. It's me, the Rico Suave. Me, the big daddy sexy mess on the airwaves. And uh, <laughs> I, I thought about it. How would I do this show? And, of course, I came up with themes. Yes, I would do the show by themes. So we're going to do themes. One hour is one theme. Next hour is another theme. And the next hour is going to be a hodgepodge. If you can guess what the themes is, yay you. So um, we're going to go ahead and start off here. Um, a little Chris Rock for your enjoyment. Now, um, like I said, I'm going to reiterate, this show does contain material which may be considered defensive and or unsuitable for some listeners. If you feel like you must be offended or you will be offended, please tune away at this time to, uh, till five o'clock when Open Your Bible will be on the air. So... Take it away, guys. And anybody in this room that's ever been in love or testified to this shit, if you haven't contemplated murder, you ain't been in love. (laughs) If you haven't seriously thought about killing a motherfucker, you ain't been in love. If you haven't had a can of rat poison in your hand and looked at it for 45 minutes straight, you ain't been in love. If you haven't bought a shovel and a bag and a rug to roll their ass up in, you ain't been in love. If you haven't practiced your alibi in front of the mirror, you ain't been in love. And the only thing that stopped you from killing this motherfucker was an episode of CSI. Oh man, they thorough. I better make up. They might catch my ass. 
That's right, man. See, relationships are hard, man. But for order for any relationship to work, both people have to be on the same page. Both people have to have the same focus. That's right. And we all know what that page is. We all know what that focus is. In order for the relationship to work, both people have to have the same focus. And what's that focus? The focus is all about her. It's all about her. She's already there, fellas. She's waiting for you to come aboard. <laughs> fellas, when you wake up in the morning, you should look yourself in the mirror and say, Fuck you. <laughs> fuck your hopes, fuck your dreams, fuck your plans, fuck everything you thought this life was going to bring you. Now let's go out there and try to make this bitch happy. It's all about her, fellas. Say yes to everything. Everything. Everything you could afford, say yes to. Just say yes. Before she even gets it out of her fucking mouth. Honey, can, yes. Honey, I want a yes. Honey, how about yes? Let's get a stamp. Yes, 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 yes. Another thing, fellas. Don't argue. You cannot win. You cannot beat a woman in an argument. It's impossible. You will not win. Because men, we are handicapped when it comes to arguing. Because we have a need to make sense. <laughs> women ain't gonna let a little thing like sense fuck up their argument. Cause she's not in it for sense, she's in it for distance and irritation. How long can I talk before this motherfucker snaps? They want you to shake the shit out of them till you hear the cops coming. Motherfucker, I'm serious! Motherfucker, what the fuck? Oh, shit, let me get the fuck out. I'm gay? I'm not gay. <laughs> I'm the love master, baby. Yeah. yeah, I'm as hard as Final Jeopardy. That's right, baby. I'll take you out for breakfast. I could hold two cups of coffee and a dozen donuts right there, baby. Yeah, I was circumcised by a bandsaw. That's right, baby. One night with me, you'll be sweating like Jessica Simpson taking the SATs. That's right, baby. You go to school with me, you'll graduate magna cum loudly. That's right, baby. I'm the love master. What are you laughing at? Wanna go bird watching? Look, a swallow. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'll stir your drink from right here, baby. Yeah, I got a drink. It's a penis colossus. That's right, baby. Yeah, I got a smoothie right here. This one comes with a protein boost. <laughs> That's right, baby. Well, yeah. What do you, you grab onto this? You'll think your hand shrunk. That's right, baby. Yeah. I got four inches right here. Yeah. Some women don't like it that wide. Yeah, that's right, baby. I'll have you quivering like Mel Gibson getting pulled over by Officer Steinberg. That's right, baby. I'm the love master, baby. What are you laughing at? Yeah. I'll flip you so much you'll think you're at IHOP. You don't like IHOP? You like French food? Well, bon appetit, baby. 
there's some people staring at me right now. What the hell happened to him? Where'd the minivan guy go? Nothing mini here, baby. That's me tapping you on the shoulder right now, baby. Yeah, don't turn your head, you'll get a black eye. That's right, baby. Yeah, I'll have you shaking like Courtney Love and Rehab. That's right, baby. Yeah, let me show you a magic trick. Pick a number between 68 and 70. Oh, yeah, that's right, baby. I'll hit you G spot. H-I-J-K-L-M-N-O-P spot. I'll cover the whole damn alphabet, baby. Yeah, let's play doctor. Is this small one? <laughs> yeah, it'll only be a prick. Don't worry, baby. <laughs> yeah, I got some penicillin. Cure you right up there, baby. That's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you think it's a fairy tale? Well, puff the magic dragon, baby. Come on and tell Pinocchio a lie. Climb the magic beans, dog, baby. Fee, five, four, from lay on down, and I'll make you. You know what I'm gonna do for you, baby. Yeah. Oh, I'll love you so good, your neighbor will have a smoke. That's right, baby. Yeah, I did a girl so good, the police came three times. Oh my God, that was so gross. What a visual. I'm so sorry. Erase, erase, erase. Yeah. You look a little uncomfortable. Yeah, I got a fold-out couch and two pillows waiting for you right here, baby. Yeah. Do you on the lawn, we'll get arrested for smoking grass. That's right, baby. Yeah. You in real estate? Can you tell me? Is this a lot? Yeah. That's right, young thing. I got the Pokemon waiting for you right here, baby. First, I got to get a Pikachu. Yeah. You into Star Wars? Come on up here and chew, Baka. I am so sorry. Seriously. Don't encourage him. Erase, erase, erase. Sorry, 19. Delete, delete, delete. Four people got that joke. Stay with me. Stay with me now. Most of us erase growing up. Now they delete. I didn't grow up with computers. I know nothing. I'm on the information super cul-de-sac. <laughs> Somebody says to me, what kind of computer do you have? I don't know, beige. To me, an Etch-A-Sketch was high-tech. <laughs> Delete your file, sure. <laughs> my friend says, get a laptop. They're $1,500. I said, $1,500 for a laptop? I got one for 20 in my strip club. That one comes with a hard drive, baby. <laughs> Ain't no floppy here, baby. Oh, love master will do you till it mega hurts. <laughs> yeah, I got plenty of RAM in me, baby. Mouse, this is a swamp rat. That's right, baby. Yeah, I'll download you, unzip you, and gigabyte you all night long to your dot com, baby. The hell with YouTube. How about my tube? That's right, baby. Yeah, welcome to MySpace, baby. Yeah, you better look out. If I log in, you're gonna Yahoo. 
I am so sorry. Erase, erase, erase. Sorry, 19. Delete, delete. Escape. I have a computer now. It is the worst. I could walk to the website faster. This thing's got nothing in it. Jan Michael Vincent has more memory. <laughs> That's funny if you understood it. 19 staring at me. You don't have a clue, do you, fetus? That was Airwolf, 87. 87, what were you doing? <laughs> Developing a spinal cord. Glad you guys are laughing at the Love Master. My wife never got that one. One time I'm under the covers. There's a pub tent under here, baby. Come and see the circus. It's not funny. I don't like that Love Master. Do Barney Fife. Hi, you asked for it. Come on, take it off. Look out for that headboard. <laughs> well, did you come? That's a true story. Oh, that was Hello? Okay, we're back on the air. Um, you're still listening to The Late Late Show with Ed Clayton, with me, the Rico Suave Man. And, of course, I need to let you know it is... Pledge drive, yes. Every 15 minutes, I'm going to pop on the air to remind you that you need to pledge your support to WAIFFM, Cincinnati. Yes. Excuse me, sorry. <clears throat> but of course, you know what you have to do. You you just call me up at eight five nine. I'm sorry, five one three nine six one. 8900. You can make a pledge for any amount. We have several different levels. We got the $25 basic membership level, $50 level, $75, $100, $125, $150, $500, you know? So you can pledge any amount. Or if you just say, hey, I got 10 bucks, pledge 10 bucks. But if you do 25 or more, makes you a member and gives you voting rights at the WAIF annual meeting. You will also receive the annual WAIF alert newsletter and a rainbow-colored WAIF sticker for your car. When you call, you can give us the name of the program that you wish to give credit for for your pledge. So if you want to call me and say, hey, I want to give some money to the good people at Open Your Bible, I'll write that down. Uh, you can also make your pledge online with a credit card or PayPal by visiting our website at www.waferadio.org. Enter your membership dollar amount in the show name in the appropriate fields and click the payment button of your choice. Thank you for listening and for your support of radio as it was meant to be, WAIF Cincinnati. So now we're going to jump right back to the funny stuff. Uh, I believe this is Chad Bowman. I'm sorry, Kevin Bozeman. In clean comedy. Ooh, that's that's odd for me, huh? You're afraid to love. You gotta be, I mean, you gotta be crazy to love someone. Seriously, to love another human being, you gotta be a sociopath. <laughs> There's nothing crazier than to love another human being. You don't believe me? Just listen to how people in love talk. It sounds crazy. 
I'll give you my heart, my mind, and my soul. Whoa, slow down, greedy. You get one of the three. I would argue that love is more psychotic than the word psychotic. Like, if you look on a crazy track, be like, insanity, psychotic, love. Like, love make you slash tires and burn down people's houses. Exhibit A. Love will make you send 20 unanswered text messages. And you so crazy, you respond to the last three yourself. You ever did something that night, you send a text, you're like, you're probably not responding because your battery died on your phone. You've probably been in a work meeting for like the last six days, that's why I haven't heard from you. Just anyway, I'll be at the bar down the street from your house, let me know what's up. Love will make you sit in someone's bushes for four hours. Just to see him. She come walking past, you hop out, I just want to make sure you safe. I just want to make sure you safe, girl. You know the only reason why I'm not safe because you're in my bushes, right? Sitting there with cliff bar rappers everywhere, you psychopath. Well, you know how I feel about real sugar and like the, the agave. <laughs> That's how crazy people know. I just like the agave. I don't want This is how crazy love is. Love is the only thing in life where it's not enough to just show a person that you love them. You understand what I'm saying? It's not enough to just show a person how you feel from day to day. Even if you do math, you have to show your work. <laughs> but that's not good enough for love. You always have to constantly tell that person that you love them. Have a good day, love you. Mwah. Miss you so much, love you. Mwah. If you don't say you love them, you got real problems. <laughs> Why don't you ever say you love me? Because uh, we live together. I just kind of thought that was implied. <laughs> I'm sitting here watching episodes of The Bachelorette eating gluten-free pasta, you raging lunatic. <laughs> how do you not know that I love you? You think I did stuff like that when I was single? Really? Is that how you thought I lived my life? Bozeman, what you up to tonight? Oh man, just chilling, watching The Bachelor, gnawing on raw king wall. You know why I get down on Saturday night and get cray? You don't do that with anything else in life where you have to confirm what you're already doing? Nothing. It can be the simplest stuff. Hey man, you wanna go play some football? Yeah, I'll go play some football. Just as long as some point when we play football, you stop and tell me that we playing football. That's a little weird, but sure. Hey man, that was a great catch, thanks. You know why that was a great catch? Cause we playing football. You know how much that mean to me that you just said that right there? I mean, I knew he was doing something. There was people clearly trying to tackle me. But until you said we was playing football, I wasn't really sure we was playing football. But now that I know we playing football, you better believe I'm going to be playing football with you every day. I'm going to always be open for your passes. No more holding, no more pass interferences. Sometimes just going to call your phone and be like, hike, hike, and hang up. Subscribe to Drive Bar Comedy for even more of the world's 
The only thing in our society that bothers me the most is the way that men and women don't get along no more. That's really what's bugging me about it. Men and women just don't get along. Like, I hear women say this all the time. I know a lot of you sisters would be like, chivalry is dead. Don't you? Don't y'all feel that way? Like men aren't gentlemen anymore? That's right. Chivalry is dead. And women killed it. There's a fundamental difference in the way we're going to see things. We're not going to see eye to eye on this issue. We're just not. Our tests in life are different. A woman's test in life is material. A man's test in life is a woman. <laughs> now, by test, I mean that those are the things that we desire. Men have nice cars. Not because they like nice cars, because they know women like nice cars. That's how it goes. Because men are hunters, and the car is the bait. And the woman comes and says, ooh, nice Porsche. Gotcha, bitch. That's how it is. That's true. Come on, man, you go to a woman's house, her house be comfortable as shit. Women love comfortable surroundings, so men get comfortable surroundings. Let me tell you something. If a man could fuck a woman in a cardboard box, he wouldn't buy a house. But that's still not where chivalry got killed. Chivalry got killed by the feminist movement on the magazines that got women going crazy because women got too much advice about men from other women. And they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And it's true. I see this shit in the, in the magazines. I don't read them, but I'll be seeing the cover. I look at, every in the grocery store, fellas, you look at one of the magazines, like, what is this? And they say on the cover, a hundred ways to please your man by some lady. <laughs> Get out of here, man. come on. Ain't no hundred ways, that list is four things long. Just suck his dick, play with his balls, and then fix him a sandwich and don't talk so much. And that's what And then the magazines trick the women. The magazines start picking at your self-esteem. Every page you turn, you start feeling fatter and uglier, and you feel like your clothes aren't good enough. And the magazines have you forgetting how fucking beautiful you are. And that's what happens. Now look what happens. And then you forget how beautiful you are, and we all suffer. If pussy was a stock, it would be plummeting right now because you flooded the market with it. You're giving it away too easy. This is, I'm just being truthful. I'm just talking. It would plummet. We'd be watching the news today, pussy plummeted again on the NASDAQ. Gold is up 10 points. <laughs> you can see it. You ever, you ever have this happen? This is how confusing it is. This, this is the practical application of what I'm talking about. Like a guy be out, this happened to a lot of guys. You be out at a club, bar, right? You just kicking with your boys, and, and a girl walks by, and, and man, she looks good. She looks good. Not good in that classical way. 
I mean, you know, I'm talking good. Like, she got half her ass hanging out her skirt. Mm. Her titties are all mashed together, popping out the top of her turtleneck and shit. And you with your buddies, right? You with your buddies, you got a couple drinks in you. And you see a guy, this might try to talk to her. This might not come out right. I don't know what you say, but damn, look at them titties. The girl gets mad and she oh, uh-uh, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Just because I'm dressed this way does not make me a whore. Which is true. Gentlemen, that is true. Just because they dress a certain way doesn't mean they are a certain way. Don't ever forget it. But ladies, you must understand that that is fucking confusing. Just is. Now that would be like me, Dave Chappelle the comedian, walking around the streets in a cop uniform. Somebody might run up on me. Oh, thank God. Officer, help us. Come on, they're over here. Help us. I'm like, oh, just because I'm dressed this way does not make me a police officer. You understand what I'm saying? It's like, all right, lady, fine. Fine. You are not a whore. But you are wearing a whore's uniform. I'll tell you that shit right now. Little misunderstandings can happen. And then men, we misunderstand women a lot. You know, we, we always undermine their feelings. You can't do that to them. You can't, because... See, feelings are, you see how they're clapping? Feelings are very important to women. They are all important to women. I'm just learning this shit. Everything's based on how they feel. You can hear when they tell stories. You ever tell, hear a man tell a story, it'd be just facts. Who, what, when, where, why? It was me and Bob, we was at Safeway. Then that nigga Bob said this, then I punched that nigga, and then I broke out. That's the story. That's the story. Women tell stories and all these feelings. And, well, first of all, you have to understand, I was on my period and I just talked to my mother. So I was feeling like, like ah, damn, there's so many feelings. What the fuck happened? Get to it. Get to it. But I got to talk about them. Got to talk about them. That's how they always get me. I've been sitting there watching TV, chilling and shit. My old lady come up to me. David. We need to talk. <laughs> Fuck! I don't say that out loud. That's how I feel inside. Because I know every time we need to talk, we need to talk about some shit that I gotta do. We don't ever have to talk about anything she needs to do. She leaves me defenseless. I have to do what I have to do. David, we need to talk. Nah. <laughs> Don't do that to me, David. This is serious. Stop talking in that voice. No, see. <laughs> I gotta do this, see. Nah, see. 
I'll complain, but I'm happy I'm with somebody. I don't want to be single. I don't like that. Sometimes you go to them single clubs, you see too much. I was on the road, one club, and I seen a, uh, I seen a thing they call a thong contest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I seen a thong contest. Yeah, it's some scandalous shit, all right. I couldn't get over that, man. Because a DJ, you know, I was dancing with a girl, and the DJ said, Everybody that wants to be in the phone contest, please report to the DJ booth. The girl was like, Excuse me. <laughs> they put on that song, so let me see some Them girls was going off. Some of them pulled their pants down, some of them pulled their skirts up, all of them just shaking their butt. Some of them didn't even have underwear on, they was just fucking shaking their butt. I mean, really, I was fucking disgusted. But I couldn't turn away. <laughs> but no, please, for the squeamish, just plug your ears. All right, one of the girls, you get so into it, there's no cops around, right? But she actually, I'm sorry to tell you all this, she spreads her butt cheeks open. She spreads her butt cheeks open in the middle of a crowded disco, right? I was disgusted because I was like 10 yards away from her. I was like, oh my God. Is that her, is that her birth canal? Oh, it gets worse. Good God almighty, is that a, is that a baby? gross, it's gross, because it was a baby. It was the same baby from the project. She's like, I snuck in the club, nigga. I got that weed if you need me. Just pat on the ass, and I'll come out. Hey guys, thank you very much. I think I'm done with uh, uh, breakup songs. Hello, it's me again. <laughs> You're still listening to WEIF FM Cincinnati. This is still Memberthon. And of course, your 15 minute warning. Uh, thank you for tuning in to listener supported Wave Radio. We're in the middle of our spring Memberthon. Please help keep Wave Radio on the air and indicate your support of this program by making a pledge right now. Your gift of $25 or more makes you a member and gives you voting rights at the Wave Annual Meeting. You will also receive the Wave Alert newsletter and a rainbow-colored Wave sticker for your car. Please call 513-961-8900 right now to make your pledge. When you call, you'll get to talk to me. I get kind of lonely. Not too many people are allowed to talk to me, court order. But we'll put you down that you want the Late Late Show to continue. And it lets our board knows that you like this show and want to keep it on the air. Every show must meet a minimum of pledges to stay on the air at WAFE. Hint, hint, hint. You can also make your pledge online with a credit card or PayPal by visiting our website at waferadio.org. Enter your membership money, dollar amount, and the show name in the appropriate fields and click the payment button of choice. So yeah, so call now. 513-961-8900 or visit our website and pledge 25 bucks or more to become a member of Listener Supported Radio. Now, if you pledge 25 bucks or less than 25 bucks, you won't officially become a member, but you're still helping out the show. So think about that. Um, so, yeah, so we'll just jump right back on into it. Uh, 
Dan Perlman is who we cut off, and here he goes again. I think I'm done with uh, uh, breakup songs. I think I've had enough. They're just one person's biased take. We're all just dancing to propaganda. I was trying to think of some happy relationship songs, but they're also usually just from one person's perspective. There's some duets, but for the most part, it's just one person giving their biased take. I was in this hotel lobby, and they were playing Frank Sinatra, and that guy was always happy. He was always singing about some happy fucking love shit. But you're only getting his side of the story. So he's just up there with his big band, and he's just like, he's just like, look at me. Can't you see I'm in love? But you never hear her with her friends being like, I feel suffocated, all right? I'm gonna break up with this guy. He knows the mafia. You know, you can't. Do his friends with the mafia? Should have been a his turn, her turn sort of thing. I would never have that confidence to sing about my love. With a big band. Recorded and released. Without her, I would want her perspective on it. If she were not there, I would hedge all of my bets. I'd be like, it's very new. We'll see, I guess. Like her, but very aware we're recording this, so. Haven't heard from her since 9 a.m., but it's only 1 p.m. Shouldn't need that much comfort during the day, just projecting past insecurities. The horns would still be confident, you know? It's nice being in a relationship, though. You can be more emotional and honest and all that shit. I had no practice with that growing up because I only had male friends growing up. I never had any female friends. And guy friends, we never talked about anything that mattered. It was just like sports or whatever. It's weird. A lot of my friends have known them 20 years. I don't know anything about them. I this one friend, Jay. I don't know anything about him. I don't know his feelings. I don't know his race. I don't know. I don't know how to find out at this point. I just have to watch the next Olympics opening ceremony with him. See which flag he smiles at. Belarus. You don't talk about anything. But in a relationship, you have to talk about shit. Like, you don't have a choice, right? Like, it's drawn out of you. And now I get why. You know, sometimes you hear married men, they'll say about their wives sometimes, like, oh, she's my best friend. Whenever you hear a guy say that, I think what he's really saying is like, I realized I never had a friend. I think she was actually the first person to ask me a follow-up question. Maybe even know what my eye color is. It's hazel, apparently it's hazel. That's why it's nice having a female friend, even like an acquaintance, you know? Because like guy friends, you don't talk about anything, but a woman would be like, how you feeling lately? It's like, I think you're my emergency contact. I think you're the closest person to me in my life. I love you. Never leave. Some people are always in relationships, though. They just go from one to the next with no break at all, you know? Serial monogamists. Are any of you guys that? 
But you know the time I'm talking about, like they date somebody for years and they break up and two days later start dating somebody else. I have a lot of friends like that, Cyril Monogamous. I don't judge. The thing I always find funny with Cyril Monogamous is how much they always glamorize the two days that they were single. <laughs> you know what I mean? They'll be like, you know what? I just really needed that time to myself to grow. Become independent, you know? And look, I loved being single that Tuesday and Wednesday. I was ready to do that forever, you know? But then I met the next person I bumped into. And what was I going to do? Not project all the meaning from the last person onto this one? That's no solution. All right. Could also be alone with your thoughts for a second. Just me. I was talking to one friend. We were yeah, talking about what types we're attracted to. And my friend, he was like, I'm more attracted to women who are, like, naturally pretty. Like, without wearing any makeup. That's a thing you often hear men say, and you say it as if they're, they say it as if they're being like down to earth or humble, but if you think about it, that's like, that's really the highest standard. You get it for any person. Just to be like, look, I'm a simple dude. All I'm asking for is a face born perfect, all right? Like, what do you think of being picky? I don't need some like dolled up Hollywood actress. I just want one of God's home runs. Is that so crazy? I don't think that's too crazy. Paint me a masterpiece. I've been getting emotional at weird times lately. I'm usually not an emotional person. I was setting up internet in my apartment. I started to tear up when I was answering the password security questions. Like, you know, if you forget your password, because they're all bringing back, like, strong nostalgia. For me, they were just, like, asking shit I hadn't thought about in so long. It was, like, questions like, who is your childhood best friend? <laughs> And I was like, Jesus, Brian Matthews. I haven't seen him in years. It was like questions like first pet. It was like name one safe space. Like, because of the point of like, I don't even want internet anymore. I just wanted to like go home and hug my mom. Ask her what her maiden name was. Because... Need Wi-Fi. I had to go to the DMV to get my ID renewed recently. I had to go fill out the form. Fill out the form, gave it to the lady behind the counter there. And she hadn't shed my old ID also, and she was like comparing it. And she was looking at it and she was like, what's your height? And I was like, it's 5'8". And she's like, right, I'm just asking because your old ID said you were 5'9". So what happened? And I was like, I, I stopped lying to myself about being 5'9". <laughs> could be what I want <laughs> but it's weird then I realized you could just write whatever you want nobody fact checks it you could just write a thing and they have to put it on there just make it up be who you want to be you know have a real fake ID you know <laughs> it's just a fun thought because if I died and they had to like ID my body they would just be looking at it like oh this is a photo of him but none of this shit adds up it's like Six foot six, piercing blue eyes. Under organ donor, it just says it's huge. Why does it say that? You show love through love. We don't do that. We show love through sacrifice. So a lot of times we'll be loving you and you don't even know. For example, right? We're sitting on the couch at home, cuddled up, chilling, watching movies. You got your leg on top of my leg. I don't want your leg there. 
No point in time during this movie am I going, baby, you know what make this better. <laughs> if I had no feeling from the hip down. That would really improve my movie-watching situation if I had, like, one leg with blood in it, right? And then one Lieutenant Dan. That would be perfect. Now, I want to ask you to take your leg off my leg, but you can't. I mean, you got a girl. You, there's no way. You don't ask that, and then it goes well, right? No matter how nice you say it. Oh, baby, you know, your legs are made of clouds. Uh, just, let me get that out there. Uh, amazing. And not even the cumulonimbus ones, like the thin ones, like the little, you don't even know. Is that a cloud? Like, what is it, right? It's like... I was just wondering if you could take your little cloud thigh and um, give me some sunshine. Uh, you can say that, but all she hears is, get your fat fucking dinosaur thigh off of me, you beast. Holy shit, are you a centaur? Is that what you are? Because you look like a human, but your legs feel like a fucking horse. Holy shit, Seabiscuit, what the fuck? Your legs should be hanging in a Spanish restaurant where they shave ham off of it. That's what your legs are. You're made out of jamón serrano. That's what you are. So instead we just sit there and let you crush our leg? You ever wonder why every old man is a cane? Think that's a coincidence? Fuck no. Women play tennis until they're 95 years old. I've never even seen a woman with a cane. A guy hits 52, he's hobbling down the street like he just got in a motorcycle accident. Why? Because he loved his wife. And what does she do in return? Treat him like a futon for 20 years. Sacrifice. Love you. Do a lot of shit so you feel good you don't even realize. Did you know that? We're very selfless individuals. For real. Here's something we do, a lot of you probably didn't even know, but we do it because we love you, we want you to feel beautiful. It's during sex, during lovemaking, if you will. Because we want you to feel beautiful, is we make noise. We don't have to do that. We've been jerking off in our parents' house since we're 12 years old, like a ninja. When we're jerking off alone, we're not gonna, ah, 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 I got me, slow down, Andrew, slow down. I jerk off like a serial killer. You ever feel like a terrible person when you're watching the news? Like, like you watch the news and no matter what's on, you just you just can't. No, not really. But I do feel terrible because I have to interrupt Patrice O'Neill to bring you another pledge wrap. <clears throat> you know, it's our spring memberthon. You gotta give us money, please help us. We we're member supported, which means we're better than PBS because we bring you stuff that you like. You know. But you gotta, you know, it's kind of a two-way street. Please help us. 
you know, help me, help you, help you, help me. I don't know how this thing goes. But if you call up right now, 513-961-8900, you can make a pledge of 25 bucks is the minimum to become a member. Like I said earlier, you can pledge a dollar to 24 bucks. That'll be fine, but you won't be a member. Or you could even pledge $30 or $40, whatever you feel comfortable with. But the $25 is a basic level, and you get yourself a annual WAIF alert newsletter and a rainbow-colored WAIF sticker for your car, and you get to vote at the WAIF annual meeting. Now, what that means is that you get to help pick, like, the Board of Trustees. You get to help pick what WAIF is going to do for the year. So you have voting power. Yes, look at you. You find Stallion of Love standing up there in front of the board saying, yes, I vote for this, or no, I don't vote for that, and you will be awesome because you are great. As long as you pledge $25 or more. <laughs> and if you call us now, 513-961-8900, I can write it up. I have tons of pledge forms. Tons of pledge forms here that I can rate your name, address, email, phone number, and your pledge level, and how many memberships you want. Yes, you can buy you can buy memberships for other people too. Or if you're like me, you have multiple personalities who all love Waif. You want to give to that, help that out. Especially Ed's show here, the Late Late Show. What other radio show do you know that brings you this kind of comedy? What kind of radio show do you know that is still kicking on after all these years on the air? <laughs> we won't talk about those couple of years where he wasn't here, but still. Ed would love your support, and I'm asking you. I'm not even asking you to support me. I'm asking you to support Ed. You can also make your pledge online with a credit card or PayPal by visiting our website at waferadio.org. Enter your membership, dollar amount, and the show name in the appropriate fields and click the payment button of your choice. <laughs> or you can just call me right now at 513-961-8900 and we can just talk, talk about lots of things. You know, talk about, you know, doing our nails and... Talk about men and why they're pigs and why I'll never date them. <laughs> Anywho, so yes, yeah, so I'll see you guys in 10 more minutes or so. But first, we're going to go ahead and finish this Patrice O'Neill. And I'll see you after that. You ever feel like a terrible person when you're watching the news? Like... Like you watch the news and no matter what's on, you just, you just can't, you can't care like you try to, but it just, 30,000 Chinese people died in an earthquake and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> oh wow. I could care less, oh my God. A missing mother of 10 hasn't been seen in two weeks. You're like, all right, I'm going to care about this. I know it. I know. I know. <laughs> I, oh, wow. 
I don't give a damn. <laughs> like, I mean, I believe in God, but I, you know, like, I'm not deep into religion. Like, I'm too afraid to not believe in God, you know? Like, I'm not an atheist. I'm like, b before that, like, 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 I believe in God when I'm in, on planes. Like, I really believe in God. <laughs> you ever try to make a side deal with God? Just, when I get on planes, I look at some old ladies struggling with her bags, having trouble putting it in overhead. And I'm like, wait a minute, lady. Let me get that for you, ma'am. Let me put that heavy bag up there for you, because, you know, look, God. <laughs> look what a great guy I am helping this woman with her bags. You ain't gonna let the plane crash, are you, Lord Jesus? Because I'm a good person. And then when the plane lands, the lady's looking at me like, you want to get my bags? I'm like, no, like what? I kept it, I kept the plane in the air, you selfish bitch. I, I, I don't even believe in ground karma. I, I kept us all alive. Let somebody else handle the ground. I'm not getting it. It's hard to be honest, man. Honesty is not the greatest thing to be. It's not, it's just no one wants to hear, yeah. Especially your woman, you know, she don't want to hear that. You ever have your girlfriend or your wife call you from another room and she's like, sweetie! And then like immediately you go, your stomach just goes, oh. <laughs> oh, what does she want? This is gonna suck. I know it's not gonna be good because it's never good. You want to hear what happened to me today? He'd be like, Oh, not really. I make <laughs> I always make my girlfriend tell me the end of any story she get ready to tell me first before I invest in the whole. I'd be like, Shut up. What, 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 what's the end of the story? Like, somebody got shot. All right, go ahead, try to tell the story. Starts off wrong all the time. Uh, you know my friend Diane, right? And here's why I mess up. I go, uh, nah, I don't know Diane. You know Diane. Now I gotta tell you an hour and a half side story about who Diane is. Because I can't keep going with the story till you know who Diane is. Remember three years ago I made you go to a party that you didn't want to go to? Or was it two years ago? Wait a minute, was it two years ago I made you go to Diane? That was three years ago I made you go. And remember I introduced you to a bunch of women you didn't care about? One of them was Diane. You remember now? Don't do this. Uh, yeah, 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 I remember. You don't remember, you're just saying that. So I can tell the story faster. But why don't you tell the story faster? Who got shot? Did Diane get shot? She didn't get shot? Did she shoot somebody? She didn't shoot... Why'd you say Diane? Because she don't like guns. Why would you say that? Finish the story. Who got shot? Never mind now. You won't let me tell the story. Wait, I won't tell the story. So I won't finish because you won't let me tell it with Diane, my friend who doesn't like guns. And hey. hey. I'm sorry, ladies. That's not y'all. That's some other ladies that's not in here. That's... I don't even know what women that could possibly be.
You want to know how to... Because men, it's hard for us to love you and like you at the same time. It's just, it is what it is. Once a man loves you, he no longer likes you usually. So I'm going to give you some advice, ladies, on how to keep your man liking you once he loves you, if that's possible. This is what I think. Men want to be alone. But we don't want to be by ourselves. Does that make sense at all? Meaning, really. Look at this guy looking at his wife like, not you, sweetie, but sort of you, kinda. Be, we want you uh, somewhere, like in the dwelling, just not here, like, just like around the corner, in the vents. You can sit in the vent, I don't care if you want to watch me, but in the ba on the roof, anywhere, but just not in front of me, trying to be my friend. What you doing? What you doing? Watching baseball? Why are you watching baseball by yourself? How come you didn't get me up? You snuck out of bed. Why'd you didn't get me up? I want to watch baseball with you. What you doing? Why you, why you, why you down here by yourself? Move over. Move your leg off that ottoman where it's comfortable so I can sit next to you and wrap my leg around your leg and some weird I love you uh, hot vine. Move over. Give me your arm. Give me your arm. Give it to me. Let me give it. Come here. Give me a kiss. Me. You love me? Say it. Say it. Mean it. What you doing? Why, 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 what you eating? A hamburger? You shouldn't be eating a hamburger at 11. It's too early to eat a hamburger. Let me go make you a better sandwich. A, a turkey sandwich on 47 grain bread with no mayonnaise and, and bean sprouts. Tastes like rat turds and, and twigs. Ain't that better? Ain't that better? A dry sandwich you don't want? Ain't that better? Why is the TV so loud? Well, turn it down. Ain't that better? Can't hear the TV? Got a dry sandwich you don't want? Ain't that better? Why is it so cold in here? Turn it. Why is the ceiling fan and the air conditioner? Turn it off. Ain't that better? Sweating. Wrapped up into a hot vine. Can't hear the TV. Got a dry sandwich. Ain't that better? Why is it so dark in here? Let some sunlight in. Ain't that better? Can't see the TV. Can't hear it. Yes, kids, welcome back. It's 3 a.m. Or, I'm sorry, it's 2. No, it is 3 a.m. The clock is wrong. You're listening to WAIF FM Cincinnati. This is the Late Late Show. My name is Dorico Suave Man. Filling in for the ever-vacationing Ed Clayton, who I'm going to need to have a talk to about jumping me onto Memberthon every damn time. <laughs> and kids, uh, WAVE as a, as a community radio station serves only to open its airwaves to responsible by divergent points of view. 
Why I'm here, I don't know. The opinions expressed on this show do not reflect the views of WAIF, its staff, or its board of trustees. The opinions expressed are my views or the views of my guests. And I guess the 29 split personalities I have can be counted as guests. And as if you couldn't figure out, this show, The Late Late Show, will contain material that may be considered offensive and or unsuitable for some listeners. If you feel like you might be might be offensive, if you feel like you might be offended, thank you. And you're welcome. But please, tune away at this time. Return to Waif at 5 a.m. When Open Your Bible will come over the airwaves. And my goodness, they'll make you feel great about yourself. Yes, again, we're in the midst of membership. Uh, Spring Memberthon. Now, Spring Memberthon has a goal. And we need to reach that goal. And the way we can reach that goal is if you called now... 513-961-8900 or go to waferadio.org and make a pledge. You guys should know this by now. I've been reading it every 15 minutes because I like the sound of my own voice. You get If you pledge $25, your gift, your gift, that means you're giving us 25 bucks. Thank you. We love you. But your gift of twenty five bucks or more will give you make you a member of WAIF and gives you voting rights at the WAIF annual meeting. You will also receive the annual WAIF Alert newsletter and a rainbow colored WAIF sticker for your car. And or you go to WAIFradio.org, enter your membership, dollar amount, and the show name in the appropriate fields and click the payment button of your choice. So call us at nine six one eighty nine hundred. Or visit a website, pledge 25 bucks or more to become a member of listener-supported radio, Wave Cincinnati. Thank you for listening and for your support of radio as it was meant to be. That's when I realized my music died. Because I forgot to hit repeat. There we go. Rocky. Rocky and Bullwinkle. Gotta love that show. Whereas my kid used to say, Rocky and Bullwinkle. I love my son. He's 17 now. But man, when they're young. <laughs> kids make you ask questions you don't want answers to. Or that you don't even want to ask. I don't. I think I probably shared this with you guys before, but I don't care. Like one time he was three years old and he comes running up to me and he goes, Dad, guess what I found in my underwear? And I looked at him and I'm like, what, son? Waiting to see what the answer's going to be. And he says, that missing Lego piece. And I looked at him and I said, but we've been missing that piece for like three weeks now. He looks at me, nods and smiles. And I'm like, you know what? No, I don't care. Just put it in the sink. I'll deal with it. I'll wash it, put it in the sink, you know. Uh, but I love my son mainly because it's against the law to kill him. Kids are great. Um, so anyways, as if you couldn't figure out the first bit that I was playing, the theme was love, love and relationship. And now we're going to go into kids. Yes, we're going to, all these guys are going to talk about kids and how wonderful they are. 
So, see you guys then. Like, it broke me down emotionally, spiritually, physically, physically. My body is dog shit. I got tits like Rick Ross. I don't know, this is a pretty wide audience, huh? Jonah Hill, yeah, Jonah Hill. And it's so funny because the, the big thing is breastfeeding in public, right? That's a big scandal. I don't want to see boobs while I'm eating nachos at the restaurant. <laughs> oh, well, don't worry about that, sir. Because once you have babies, you don't have boobies no more. <laughs> That's right, because now I got mom tits. <laughs> That's right, soggy hanging, mushy, purple, nipples, brown, covered in skin tags, Morgan Freeman looking mom tits. <laughs> Boobies are for young, beautiful girls. Like you, you are, how old are you, sugar cans? I don't even know. <laughs> I might go to brunch or like Netflix and chill, whatever. So great. Look at you. See, you've got boobies. Everybody stop and look. These are boobs. Crane your neck, lady. Look, yeah. Those are perfect. See, boobies, you want to just snuggle and ha uh, and... You know, like a soft serve ice cream. You want to mash it in your face. Ah! But mom tits. Mom tits you want to throw in the trash. <laughs> and it's messed up because, like, none of my uh, girlfriends told me how hard it was having children. Like, women don't admit to feeling ambivalent sometimes about raising kids. Instead, they use soft language and they say things like, well, hmm, having a child, it's, uh, <laughs> well, it's challenging. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, no. Sticking to a diet is challenging. Doing a yoga pose is challenging. Holding in a fart during a massage. <laughs> Which I can't do anymore, by the way. <laughs> no, I love my son, I do. He was like the best thing that ever happened to me. He is the love of my life. His name is Ellis, he's 18 months old, and I, I love him so much. And I am a, thank you, yes, thank you for love. I love him so much, and I am a fierce mama wolf, and I would slit all of your throats to save my kid's life. But 
But sometimes I might lock myself in the bathroom and clean my ears and I might just push that Q-tip all the way in. <laughs> it's challenging. Nobody tells you that, like, pregnancy, that's the fun part. Being pregnant was so fun, you know? Because I would get those ultrasounds every week because I was like an old mom. And I would mess with those nurses. They'd have that wanded me, and I'd be like, oh, hey, can you see if my uh, high school boyfriend's class ring is still in there? Can you tell if my son is gay? How about black? I don't know. The best part was lying to my husband, too, because they don't know anything about the female body. You can tell them anything, you know? I'd be like, oh, boo-boo. Boo-boo, there's so much I can't do now that I'm pregnant. Oh, I can't have wine. I can't eat sushi. Oh, yeah, I can't get blowjobs either. No, I read on the internet, they make the baby autistic. Of course, he's like, so... challenging it's kind of crazy when you think about it though like philosophically when you think about how much it takes to make every one of you every human being I mean like a woman carries you lovingly in her body for nine months and then births you <laughs> and then carries you in her arms for two more years and feeds you and loves you and reads to you and sings to you and I gotta tell you, most of you, not worth it. <laughs> A lot of goddamn losers on the planet. Just genetically speaking, millions of Snookies. <laughs> One Beyonce. Most of you won't win a Pulitzer Prize or a Cracker Jack Prize. What can you tell? But my favorite part, too, of having a baby is they tell you to have a birth plan, right? A fucking birth plan. As if you got anything to do with bringing a child into this world. It's between God and that baby. You got nothing to do with you. But all these nutbags in L.A., they're like, Ah, oh, Christina, you got to have that baby naturally. You got to do it natural. You got to give birth naked in a creek. <laughs> You can bite on branches for the pain. Ah! Well, women have been doing it that way for thousands of years. Well, yeah, before drugs were invented. They were like, Christina, what's your birth plan? I was like, motherfucker, I plan on not feeling shit. Give me the 1950s birth. Put me out, wake me up three days later with a baby and a martini. Let's hand that kid off to some nice overweight black lady in a maid costume. Let Maisie raise it. Well, here's the, the black guy's laughing. It's fine. Guys, relax, okay? I mean, I can feel your collective anuses tightening. Like, this is Seattle. We don't joke like that. So they told me, they were like, Christina, you're going to have to have a C-section. So we scheduled it because they were like, the baby's head is so big. And 
you're so small. Like, you're, <laughs> your meow is so petite. I was <laughs> like, So I was like, awesome, I'm gonna have my C-section, yeah? Okay, so what do you think happened on the day of my planned C-section? Moms? I, that's right. I went into labor! <laughs> and I squeezed a human out of this tiny little fragile meow. <laughs> and I had to have an episiotomy. Oh. You, oh yeah, for those of you who don't know, they had to cut my taint. <laughs> the area between my balls and my butthole. <laughs> wow. Wow, you think childbirth is scary. Uh, not as terrifying as that first post-episiotomy dump. Holy shit, that is a nail biter, huh? <laughs> oh, cause it's all Frankenstein loose meat sandwich down there. Yeah, do you guys have Arby's here? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? And you dip it in the juice and then the... <laughs> I want to be around a long time, I can't, I can't do... My kid, I got four kids now, by the way, four little ones, yeah. Do you have parents of young ones? You got any parents of young ones? Yeah? Couple there? Yeah, it's all. Kids are great, man. It's the greatest gift on the planet, children. There's no better gift. I, when we had our first daughter, I freaked out. I told my wife, I was like, there's nobody on this earth I will ever love as much as this little girl ever, ever again. And I'm just going to pour all my love into this child. And my wife felt the same way. And then she got pregnant again. We were like worried. We were like, wait, wait a second. We just said we love this one so much. How do we split up our love and just, you know, do, and we got, honestly, we were nervous about it and our friends were like, relax, everybody goes through it and it's unconditional love and you do, you just love all your kids equally. And I gotta say, they were wrong. <laughs> I don't care for the second one, I just gotta... <laughs> She's just a little needy. Every day it's the same thing. I'm hungry. Oh, really? Oh, there's some news. Oh, we're all hungry. Get in line. She's my angel, that one. She's the one. She stops in the middle of the day. This is one. She, she comes into my office, middle of the afternoon. We'll just stop and go, Daddy, can I talk to you for a second? I'm like, yeah, what's up? She goes, I just want you to know I love you. Yeah, and I'm like, are you kidding me? I love you. She's like, no. I love you so much. I'm like, I love you so much. And she's like, no. <laughs> I love you more than brownies. I was like... Thank you, thank you. I, I love you more than gluten-free brownies. What do you say? I don't know what to say. The new one, our little new one, she's, uh, she's not a daddy's girl right now. I wish she was. The other day she was crying, standing in the hallway. And uh, late at night, and we woke up, and I told my wife, I go, let me go deal with her, because give me a chance to bond with her. So I walk out in the hallway, and I'm like, 
What's the matter, sweetheart? Is everything all right? And she just stops me. She goes, I want my mommy. I don't want you. Go downstairs. The first thing she said threw me the most. She said, I want my mommy. She didn't say, I want mommy, like we both know who mommy is. She said, I want my mommy, like I don't even know who the hell you are. <laughs> then in case I'm confused, she makes it very clear, I don't want you. And not only do I not want you, I don't even want you on the same floor as me. You need to be a floor below me. Chubby. I think she said chubby. I'm not sure. Oh, hey. It was late at night. It was under her breath. But I think I heard like, hey, out of my face, fatty or something like that. I just, I don't know. kids to sleep is an art form, right? It is just, do you do it? Are you the one? Yeah. Because mothers, they're fantastic. I don't know what it is. It's just, they're motherly. That's what it is. It's right there. Like, my wife, she number one, she's so good at it because she wants to be there. That's the thing. By the way, when she gets there, they feel comfortable, and when they're comfortable, they relax, and they go to sleep. She's out of there like eight minutes later. Glitter shoots out the door. Everybody's sleeping. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll get the call like a relief pitcher. That's, honey, yeah? Could you do me a favor? Yeah, what's up? Just watching a game, tied up, 11th. <laughs> Could you put the girls to sleep tonight? Could you do me a favor? <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, you, you want me to do it? Yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. Could you do that tonight, please? Um, yeah, no, I want to do it. I so want to do it. Uh, tonight, should I put them tonight? Yeah, they sleep every night. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah. Okay, no, yeah, I'll do it right now. I'm gonna go, I'm going. And we go, but I don't want to be there. I'm not thinking how much I love them. I'm thinking how quickly do I get these animals to sleep and get back to the game. But that's the problem, because when you go in there and you're anxious and you've got a plan on being somewhere else and getting out of there, kids are like wolves. They can sense when you don't want to be there. First of all, they look at you funny because you're not the regular. They're just kind of like... I get nervous right away. I feel like a narc wearing a wire all of a sudden. Nothing. I just want to go to sleep. Let's go to sleep. Who wants to sleep with daddy? You just gotta lay there. That's all. It's a waiting game. That's all it is. It's who can outweigh the other party? That's who wins the putting to sleep war. And sometimes you win. You know, sometimes you wait there long enough. They'll fall asleep. You go back and watch the game. Other nights it's four o'clock in the morning. You fell asleep. They're up putting toothpaste in a light socket. You lost that one. You lost. Just chalk it up to a loss. It's fine. But don't engage with them. You cannot engage with them because their goal is to stay up. Forever. That's what they want to do. That's, and they're very good at it. They're professionals. So don't talk to them. Just lay down there and just shut your eyes and just don't talk. Don't engage with them because they're going to try. They're going to be like, Daddy. You're like, no, please don't. No, 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 Daddy. We're going to sleep now. Everybody's sleep time. Daddy, I love you. You shut up. You don't love me. <laughs> and when you think they're asleep, do me a favor. Add 25 minutes to let that cement dry, because that is the difference between a rookie and a champion right there. And don't ever peek to check if they're asleep, because I promise you one of them's gonna be standing over you like a velociraptor, just kinda. She will sense the heat in your eyelid as it raises. She will elbow her sister, boom, you just press reset and add it six hours to your night.
And even if you do get him to sleep, the dismount from the bed... That is the most crucial move of the evening. You can undo all your hard work with a sloppy dismount because it's like a human game of pickup sticks. You gotta move your body parts without moving any of theirs. You gotta get out of the bed. And I'm big, so when I roll to one side of the mattress, they come tumbling into the vortex. Everybody's awake. Starting from scratch, that's what I'm doing. Jazzy send off on that. Thank you. Uh, you're tuned to WAIF Cincinnati. My name is still the Rico Suave Man here in the lonely bosom of Waif. Telling you that you need to pledge for our spring membership thon. Yes. Just 25 bucks. 25 bucks. What does 25 bucks get you nowadays? Well, at Starbucks, you can get a cup of coffee. <laughs> but those 25 bucks, if you give it to us, will help keep Waif on the air. Yes, and indicate your support of this program by making a pledge right now at 513-961-8900. 25 bucks or more get, makes you a member and gives you voting rights at the Waif annual meeting. You will also receive the annual Waif alert newsletter and a rainbow-colored Waif sticker. It is a pretty sticker. So please call 513-961-8900 right now to make your pledge. When you call, you can tell us. Well, if you're calling on this show, you're probably giving to this show. But it lets the board know that you like this show and want to keep it on the air. Every show must meet a minimum of pledges to stay on the air at WAIF. You can also make your pledge online with a credit card or PayPal by visiting our website at WAIFradio.org. Please give us a call, 513-961-8900, or visit the website and pledge 25 bucks or more. Thank you for listening and for your support of radio as it was meant to be, Wave 88.3. Now we're jumping back in to why some people shouldn't have kids. Little Ray, okay. I feel sorry for these ghetto kids. That's why, you know, Planned Parenthood... You know, they was trying to take that away. Please keep it. Because everybody shouldn't be having babies. And I'll be on TV and say this. I don't care who gets mad at me. Real talk. Yeah. Everybody shouldn't be having no damn babies. Especially hood rats. They are terrible mothers. I don't give Put me, just quote it. I don't care who gets mad. Hood rats are bad mothers. They really are. They make their kids grow up too damn fast. You ever talk to a little ghetto-ass kid? Like two... Very articulate, because he don't... <laughs> he, that's the only way he get things done. How you doing, brother? Oh, could you change me? Damn, howdy, I'm two, sir. I don't know where my mother is. I'm sick of raising myself. Damn, you mature. They be talking to their kids like they grown, like it's they fault. You know, they're like, damn, why your nose running? Ugh. I don't know, maybe because I'm two. I don't know, I don't know how to do that. I saw some kids with a little squishy thing that comes stuff come out, and you're not doing that for me. You don't want your kids going to a daycare with a bunch of hood rats, kids. 
me tell you how you know you're walking in a bad daycare. When you walk in there, you see number car seats lined up. Let me tell you why. Those kids are just getting dropped off and they don't know who picking them up. I like how white people are on. It's the truth. Y'all better stop on and do something about it. It's the truth. It's the kids get dropped off. Look, you know how strong a little boy gotta be to hold his own car seat? He's three years old. The school not even over yet. He just chilling. How y'all doing? She must have had a job interview or something. God, <laughs> He know the Hey, Marvin, I'm outside. He know the janitor name. Marvin! Marvin, little Larry here. Can you open the door, please? Little boy, strong as hell, holding his own concert. He got to learn how to do stuff on his own. He's signing himself out. He can't even read yet, but he... You don't know who's picking them up. All right, let me get up out of here. All right. Are you here for little Larry? No? Damn, y'all got some white out? I already signed out. <laughs> Checking his own little daycare box. <laughs> We're like, oh, I need some wipes. <laughs> I'm just playing. That's terrible. Well, look, I'll take it too. I'm going to tell you what happened then, all right? Look, I went to pick my kids up one day, right? And it was one little boy left. And I guess he was tired. He's like, look here, brother. Uh, I can tell you're a real good parent, and I've been waiting on you. I'm locking up. Uh, the teacher left. I'm like, the teacher left? Yeah, that's part of my work study. That's the only way I could be here. I got work study at daycare? Yes, work study. That's the only way I could be here, sir. That's a whole nother story. Anyway, can I get a lift? Uh, I don't know who's picking me up. Uh, I changed your kids. Well, how the hell you changed my kids? I did it, sir. I have brothers and sisters at home that I take care of. You three. It doesn't matter, sir. I'm very mature. He done dug in his diaper. Look, I got $5, sir. Here's a little gas money for you. You don't have to do anything. I'm strong as hell. I carry my own car seat. You ain't got to do a damn thing, sir. You hear me? I set it up myself and everything. I'm like, come on now, you gonna set up your own, your own car seat? He's like, yes sir, yes I will. And that's why I gave him a ride, because I wanted to see it. Like, right. <laughs> so we walked to the car, I'm gonna show you exactly, and he was talking to himself while he's doing it, like it was so funny, he's like, okay, okay, here we go. Ooh, you know, because sometimes y'all put us in here and the seatbelt still be loose, but you guys don't get it. <laughs> okay, it's tight, all right. Okay, me. Make a left. <laughs> so look, I, I drop him off, right? This is, I can't make this up. I drop him off. He take it off. Okay. Take care, brother. You are a good man of God. You know that? You are a blessing. So look, I didn't pull off because I wanted to make sure he got in the house safe, but he had an attitude. He got on the porch, hey everybody, hey, little Larry is home. I'm sick of this mess, okay? Y'all watch the Love and Hip Hop reunion every day. You forgot to pick me up. I'm sick of this. 
just for that, I'm cutting everything off. They didn't put everything in his name. I'm cutting everything off. The lights, the gas, the cable is all off. How you like those apples? I just grew my hair and I'm losing it again. It just makes me think, like, fuck, man, I don't, I don't think I'm going to have kids. I don't know. Right? Why not? Just have a bunch of expendable income. <laughs> I mean, all my friends are having kids. All of them. All my friends are procreating, which sucks. To be high around. <laughs> Most of the time. Stone staring at my friend's kid. Start thinking, man. You are the physical embodiment of why this friendship does not work anymore. <laughs> Seriously, you're a bummer. No. Some of the time I'm standing around high and the kid's like, I want cake. Like, me too. I, I like him. That's a good addition to the group. It's like a lot of cake talk going on. Some of you guys got tense when I said I got high around my friend's kids. Don't freak out. They love it. The kids, are you kidding me? I'm their favorite friend. Because I'm a pothead. I'm the only one that listens to their nowhere stories. <laughs> yeah, every sober adult ignores them. I get emotionally invested. I'm just hanging on every word of some confused four-year-old. <laughs> running up to me like, I was in the basement and I saw a monster and then I ran upstairs. And I'm like, but you got away? You're okay? <laughs> yeah, dude. Don't go back downstairs. I knew your house was haunted. I could feel it. Felt it. Felt the energy change. <laughs> Something brutal happened in this house. Little kids are creepy. They just are. I'm sorry. I know if you have them, you love them. Third-party perspective. They're so good with technology. The new one's being made. That doesn't freak you out at all, how just exceptional the technology. Have you seen a two-year-old on an iPad? It's terrifying how accurate they are. Most of their lives, they're like, eh. Put an iPad in front of them, like, boop, 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 boop. Then back at you, like, eh. You're like, fuck you, I don't believe that. I just watched you do a bank transaction. Don't you Kaiser Soze me? Put the money in my overseas account and up. I want to go up. <laughs> Fully shit. I've been very lucky to do comedy on television. Very lucky. And then I got luckier because that television show took my stand up and put it on YouTube. So, whenever I feel like having my soul fucked, I can read YouTube comments about my stand-up comedy. It's uh, brutal. It's the questions that hurt the most. It's like, what's this guy trying to do? Make you laugh. This guy sucks at life. I just want you to smile. And then it just devolves into a couple load mores and you have one guy's like, this guy needs to suck a dead dog's dick. For what? For what? Making a clever observation about iPhones? Fuck you, Ajax 77. 
Yes, kids, it's now 3.30 a.m., and I'm getting pretty tired, and I have to do another pledge wrap. But thank you for turning in to listener-supported Wave Radio. We are in the middle of our spring marathon. Please help keep Wave Radio on the air and indicate your support of this program by making a pledge right now. Your gift of 25 bucks or more makes you a member and gives you voting rights at the Wave annual meeting. You will also receive the annual Wave Alert newsletter and a rainbow-colored Wave sticker for your car. Please call us right now at 513-961-8900 to make your pledge. When you call, you can get, tell us the name of the program you wish to give credit for your pledge. This lets our board knows that you like the show and want to keep it on the air. Every show must meet a minimum of pledges to stay on the air at Wave. You can also make your pledge online with a credit card or PayPal by visiting our website at, say it with me now, www.waferadio.org. Enter your membership dollar amount and the show name in the appropriate fields and click the payment button of your choice. Please give us a call at 513-961-8900 or visit our website and pledge 25 bucks or more to become a member of listener-supported radio WAIF Cincinnati. Thank you for listening, and for your support of radio as it was meant to be, Wave 88.3. And for those of you who are listening now, I cannot tell you how important it is for you to pledge your support here for Ed Clayton's The Late Late Show. If you love listening to this, pledge your support. Ed really would love to have to be able to say that you're a member. I can guarantee it. And he might even come over to your house and clean, you know, I, I can't guarantee it, but, you know, he might be, you know, willing to come over to your house and, you know, say thank you in ways, you know, like clean your house, clean your car, clean your cat litter. Yeah, that's what I'm going to make him do, too, because he's making me do this on membership. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting really tired. So we're going to jump right into... Uh, Donald Glover thinks kids are shady. You know, I think people don't like rap nowadays because they say it has like a bad influence on kids. They have like a bad influence on kids. And I grew up with a bunch of kids. My mom ran a daycare and we had foster kids and we had adopted kids. I know kids pretty well. And I've got to be honest, kids are pretty fucked up anyway. (laughs) They're awful people. They're tiny, tiny little Hitlers. All of them. They're all awful. No, seriously, the thing that makes everybody in here a good person is empathy and sympathy. That's when you learn, like, like oh, I'm not going to punch that person, because if he punched me, I wouldn't like that, so, yeah. <laughs> when you learn that, that's what makes you a good person. Kids don't have that yet, so they're awful, awful people. <laughs> they're terrible people. They don't have it yet. That's honestly You ever see those kids in the supermarket that just walk around and just like, <laughs> just screaming and their mom's like Zachary Zachary I mean it Zachary Zach Zachary remember remember Zachary (laughs) remember the dolphin remember a dolphin remember we made the secret word that means you need to behave dolphins the word I just said it so you need to behave you understand you understand huh okay okay like the kids gonna be like oh you're right we did agree upon that I'm going to stop pissing in this Nutella jar and really, really start behaving. He's three years old. He doesn't know. He can't even talk. 
can't even talk. He doesn't speak English yet. If that's the thing, like when they're like going like ah, and they're screaming and they're spitting and they're screaming at their mom, they're not saying anything. That's because they don't know words yet. <laughs> if they could talk, they'd be cursing their mom out. They would. They'd be like, oh yeah, mom, I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm just gonna eat this cookie for dinner. Yeah, I'm just gonna eat this cookie for dinner. It's not a big deal. I'm just gonna eat this cookie. What, what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, you fucking bitch! <laughs> you knew I wanted that cookie for dinner and you put it somewhere I couldn't reach it. You're dead. You're fucking dead. I'm gonna tell dad and he's gonna beat the living shit out of you. Dad, dad, this cunt that you married put a cookie somewhere I couldn't reach it. Fucking killer. I'll wait. That's what's in a kid's head. Kids are awful. Kids are awful people. You wanna know, you wanna know a testament to how awful kids are, how terrible kids are? Um, I was walking down the street in LA. I was walking down the street from my restaurant, from one of my favorite restaurants, and I had like a bag full of food. And it's right across the street from school. And I saw two kids fighting over basketball. They're like, fighting over and just walking by. And, he's, and one of them just goes, and just pulls it, and the other one goes, that's why your mom's in a fucking wheelchair. <laughs> and I dropped my shit. I was like, what? 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 You can say that? You can say those words in that order and you don't explode? Like the people police don't come down from the sky like, oh, I'm sorry, this person's a demon. I didn't even know. I don't know how... I don't know how we got out. <laughs> That's the most awful thing in the world. Nobody in this room could get away with it. If you went to work tomorrow and it was like, hey man, uh, David's being a real jerk today. Yeah, I know, what's going on? I don't know, but... That's why his mom's in a fucking wheelchair. All right, I'll see you later. I'll see you later. Basketball later? No, no basketball later. I'm not playing with a monster. Hannah Hitler's. <laughs> All the parents I know keep saying, oh, you got two dogs. You're just practicing for kids. To them I say, you're probably a bad parent. <laughs> You should know the difference between dogs and kids. Like that's, that's like day one stuff, right? Like that's, like dogs are way smarter than kids. That's the, it's pretty obvious. I mean, I, here's my proof. I own a home. I don't own any outlet covers. Right? They're just open to the public. Cause my dog's never been like, Duh! like that's never happened. I could paint my outlet in peanut butter. My dog would be like, you gotta stop this, all right? You gotta stop. <laughs> Meanwhile, a child will stick his finger in an outlet, get shocked, and be like, let me go find a fork. Like, it's insane <laughs> how much children love fatal activities. Like, anything that, if you're a parent, you know this to be true. Your whole life, you just follow your child around, just going, don't die, don't die, don't die, don't die, don't die, don't die. <laughs> you can mess them up emotionally, but you're not allowed to let them die. Like, that's the main rule. If there were an after-school program where kids could sign up for fatal activities, it would be full immediately. And then empty, like a week later, because... 
they're good at what they do. Dogs are much smarter than kids. Here's the ultimate proof. Uh, there's never been a seeing eye kid. Right? A lot of blind people. A lot of children. No one's, no one's ever been like, these two should hang out. Like, that's never happened. If you had a seeing eye kid, do you know what else you'd have? Dead blind man, that's what else you'd have. And then a child playing next to a corpse in traffic as cars whiz by its dumb head. Because it has no idea. I don't know what age a child finally becomes smarter than a dog. I think it's like 27, 28. I'm not sure when it is. But like even for the parents in the room, like you had to get a babysitter to come out tonight. You, you had to hire another child to watch your child. What kind of a Russian doll of irresponsibility is that? Why would you trust a child with your child? What, why is 15 the age that suddenly people are like, yeah, take this kid? Like why? I wouldn't trust a 15 year old with a child. I wouldn't trust a 15 year old with a shared cell phone plan. Like why? Would you trust them with a child? You had to hire a babysitter to come here tonight. You had to make your night about making sure your kids are cared for. My dogs are home alone right now. I don't care. My wife's here with me. My dogs are like, I'm four. I got this. Don't sweat it. And there are people in this room who do have children. And there are people in this room who don't have children. And the people who don't have children, um, they think they know, don't they? They think they know. They think they know what it means to have children. Sometimes they chat about it, don't they? And they're little couples, you know. Oh, I'd love to start a family one day with you. It'd be lovely. You'd make a really good dad. Oh, I think you'd be an amazing mum. So, wouldn't it be so lovely having little, little, little versions of you and me running around? I'd love to have a family. And you think you know what you're talking about. You have no idea. You have no idea what it's like. You have no idea how difficult, how difficult things will become in your life. Things that you don't even consider to be things will become nearly impossible when you have children. I'm talking about things like leaving the house, for example. <laughs> this is how people without children leave the house. Shall we leave the house? Yes. This is how I leave the house almost every day. Lucas, Oscar, come downstairs. We're late. Why aren't you downstairs? Put your shoes on. I don't know where my shoes are. Put your shoes on. Go and find your shoes. Where did you see them last? On my feet. After that, get your shoes on. Come here, come here. Arms up, arms up, arms in, arms in, arms up, arms up, arms in. That's my wife. She's so tired. She can't dress herself. Arms in. What arms, darling? Where are we going? I want to go to bed. Where are we going, darling? Funny, you've got Lucas's shoes on your hands. I found your shoes, darling. You put your shoes on. Where's Ozzy? Come downstairs! We're late! Put your coat on. I don't want to wear my coat. You, you know people without children? You know how you do zips up? I've seen how much time you have in your lives. How you focus on it. You get the one with the fabric. You just pop it in, don't you? Nestles in. Then you pause, thinking about your free life and what you might want to do with it later that day. And then you just glide up, don't you? I think I have time for that shit in my life. Every single morning. Yeah, oh, I've ruined it. Ruined it. Stay still. 
another coat on. I can't. I've ruined this. I've ruined this. I'm sorry. I've made the situation worse. Aussie! My three-year-old will never come downstairs. The only way to get him to leave the house is we have to bluff. We have to pretend that we're leaving without him. It's the only way it'll work. We have to all go. Bye bye, Aussie. We're all going then. We're all going. My, my other son loves it. The six-year-old. We're leaving Aussie. He's going to stay here. about your brother. Say goodbye. We're not really leaving. We're pretending to leave. Okay. Say goodbye. Bye bye. Bye bye, Aussie. Bye bye. But he doesn't care. He just goes. Bye bye. <laughs> Then we have to come back in and explain to him we're not really leaving, darling. We love you. It's okay. I'll buy you something if you come. Will you come if I buy you something? <laughs> this is every single time we leave the house. The other day we're leaving the house and I just had enough. I just said to my wife, I'm sorry, I can't do this. We're bluffing. We're saying bye bye to him. Then my wife says, let's go and get him. I'm like, stop. No, I've had it. No, stop. I cannot go through this every single time we leave the house. He's driving me insane. Okay, I say we, I say we call his bluff. I think he has to learn a lesson. Okay, let's go. Let's just go. Let's go to Corfu. Let's have a nice holiday. You've no idea what it's like. You childless people. You have no idea. Driving? You go driving. You drive in cars, don't you? Driving along. Yeah. What's the biggest drama you have to put up with? Oh, it's a bit chilly. Oh, put the blower on. Oh, that's nice now. Oh. oh, look, they've opened a new Carluccio. We should go there. We could go there any night. We could go there any night. <laughs> oh, what's this song? I love this one. Freedom, freedom. <laughs> I strap my children into the car. I work out what'll cut off the blood supply. Then I ease it a bit. Stay there. We try and behave normally. Oh, what's this song? It's the wheels on the bus. Again, again. Look, there's a new Carluccio's there. We will never go there. The other day, I was checking my children in the rearview mirror to see that they're safe. We're on the motorway. Okay, I look. You just angle it to check that they're both okay because you know you're looking after them. Neither of them were there. They had both wound the windows down and had their heads on the motorway out of the window. Yay! Both of them, either side. Yay! My wife and I just lost it. Get us They can't hear us. They're having the times of their lives. Yay! On the motorway, going 80 miles an hour to stick my head out of my window to try and communicate with my child. Get in the car! Doing it too. Get in the car. What is it, Bobby? All four of us had our heads out of the window. <laughs> Meanwhile, a childless couple is driving past. Oh, look at the kids! I'd love to start a family one day. <laughs> you have no idea what you're talking about. Sleeping. <laughs> Sleeping at night. People without children. Yeah, most nights. Yeah. Good night, darling. Good night. Good night. Sometimes you go sleep well, and the other one goes, I will. I will. That's <laughs> how cocky, how arrogant you are. I will. I know I will. Good night, darling. Have a good sleep. Good night. It's been a long time since my wife and I said good night to each other. Okay. Now we just go. Good luck. All through the night, they're screaming. Daddy, 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 Robbie, Robbie. Sometimes they just wake up wide awake in the middle of the night. I'm asleep. It's like two o'clock in the morning. I wait. You know, and sometimes you just you don't realise it, but you sort of half open your eyes. Sometimes when you sleep, I half open my eyes. My son is in my face. 
doing here? What time is it? What time is it? Two o'clock in the morning. What do you want? I want to go to school. Go to school? What are you talking about? It's to go back, go back to bed. I've got my shoes on. You do. You found your shoes. I fixed my jacket. How the hell did you? Oh, what are you doing? It's two o'clock in the morning. You idiot. Go to bed. Where's Ozzy? He's by the front door. He's never been there in his life. Yes, it's now two four uh, three forty-seven a.m. You're listening to WAF Cincinnati. We're still in the middle of Spring Marathon. Yes, thank you for tuning in to listeners supporting Wave Radio. Please help keep Wave on the air and indicate your support of this program by making a pledge right now. Your gift of twenty-five bucks or more makes you a member and gives you voting rights at the Wave Annual Meeting. You will also receive the WAFE Annual Alert newsletter and a rainbow-colored WAFE sticker for your car. Please call 513-969-8900 or go to waferadio.org to make a pledge. Yes. And we would love you forever if you did that. I mean, huggies and kisses and stuff. And we're going to go right back into... Our comedy, Gaster Alamante, white people messes up names or something like that. I can't remember. I do comedy to meet white people. (laughs) (laughs) Judging by the audience, another successful night. (laughs) I'm from East New York, Brooklyn. That is not the appropriate response. For those of you that haven't been to East New York before, keep it that way. You're doing great. You are making better life choices than I do. East New York is not the safest of neighborhoods. People don't want to be outside that long, so we've developed really efficient shopping. You know? Like I went into a store last week, same store. I bought a raw chicken, a baseball glove, and a used air conditioner. I went in for a t-shirt. Like I didn't get what I wanted, but I got what I needed. I'm a landlord in East New York. That is also not the appropriate response for that. While back, I was driving up to one of my buildings. When I got out the car, this white lady walked up to me and she asked me for directions. Like in front of everybody. I can't have that, it's gonna ruin my street cred, you know? I can't be so safe that I'm white people approachable. In East New York, that's a problem for me. I got hood tenants, they're not gonna pay me rent if they think my friends crochet. <laughs> it didn't bother me at first, but there was a crossing guard, there was a cop, like she chose me. <laughs> she looked around and said, nah, you're the safest option. <laughs> so she was like, excuse me. I was like, no, excuse me. Why did you ask me for directions? 
And she was like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. I just noticed in the back of your car you had two car seats. I didn't think you were that dangerous. Apparently, gangsters don't care about child safety. <laughs> If that's a rumor in the white community, I'm here to dispel that today. <laughs> Just so y'all know, my kids will get to class, but I still might shoot you. <laughs> I've been having trouble with white people at work. You know, this white lady came up to me, she was like, Gastor, that's a weird name. My name's not weird, it's effective. <laughs> Say what you will for the rest of your life. If somebody says, hey, have you met Gastor? You instantly know yes or no. <laughs> White people haven't figured out that's the purpose of names. <laughs> hey, have you met Michael? That's not enough information. They realized this was a problem, so they added middle names. But the middle names sound like first names. No, I met Michael John. We're still in the same place, man. Michael John, he's married to Tracy, they live in Astoria, they work on the second floor in the county. Why do I need all this information? Why couldn't your parents do work? They had nine months to come up with something better. This is not a problem in the black and brown community. We're great with names. Like one of my friends growing up, his name was Darrell. It sounds simple, but it's defective, you know? Real deceptive name. This is how his mom spelled it. Capital D, lowercase a, apostrophe, Capital R, lowercase e, lowercase l. When people say, hey, have you met Darrell? Darrell with the apostrophe? Conversation over. I explained to her, like, yo, you know, it's, it's a little troubling having to go through this with people all the time. She's like, I don't see how that could be, you know, stressful for you to explain your name. I was like, oh, you don't understand how having your name and culture questioned 40 hours a week every day of your life so you could assimilate at a job in white corporate America so you could pay bills, could be mentally taxing. Amy? <laughs> you don't relate to that struggle? I take note of that. I feel like I could be honest with y'all. Uh, y'all hate kids. <laughs> like not all kids, cause I have kids. But the rest of them kids, plus one of my kids, <laughs> hate them dudes, yo. They always in the way, you know what I mean? Like I was dropping off my son at school. I got called into the principal's office. I'm 30 years old. I didn't know that was still on the table. <laughs> I get upstairs and she's like, uh, Mr. Almonte, we began complaints from the other parents. Uh, apparently you've been knocking over kids in the schoolyard. <laughs> you got anything to say about that? 
And I was like, well, ma'am, they were in my way. She's like, you're pushing kids in the schoolyard? I was like, no, ma'am, don't be ridiculous. It was more like an NBA pick. You know, like I didn't extend, but I stood firm. She's like, Mr. Armante, don't you think there's another way you can handle that? I was like, ma'am, I'm six feet tall. I'm 300 pounds, and I don't move fast. If that kid didn't see me coming, like he not gonna see life coming. If anything, I did that for him, you know? My wife uh, doesn't like that joke. She said, Gasso, when you talk like that, it sounds like you don't want kids. Kids are a blessing. Everybody wants kids. And that's just not true. <laughs> Nobody wants kids. Anybody who says they want kids doesn't have kids. <laughs> and the second you have kids, you stop wanting more kids. That's not true for anything else good in life. <laughs> like I had a slice of pizza yesterday. Guess what? I want another slice today. <laughs> Tomorrow, no surprises there. <laughs> Next week, is more to come. But I promise you, I've had my last kid. I see him every day around the house, it's getting awkward. He knows the situation. He asked me, he was like, uh, Dad, I'm the last son in the family, it's my job to continue the name, right? I was like, no, little man, you are why the name must end. <laughs> you know how I know nobody wants kids? In East New York, if you got something nice and somebody else wants it, somebody will try to take it from you. Nobody has tried taking my kids. Not one time. I'm not that great of a parent. I don't even know where they are right now. But I promise you, when I get home tonight, through no effort of my own, they'll be there. The truth is, the reason I don't like having kids is because like, they give you imposter syndrome, you know, like you don't realize until you have kids that you don't know shit because they ask you questions and you become aware you don't have answers. Like, a while back, I was relaxing in my living room Saturday morning hanging out. My son comes out to the living room and he was like, yo, dad, what do you know about tectonic plates? I don't know shit about tectonic plates. <laughs> Judging from y'all initial response, I don't think y'all know shit about tectonic plates either. <laughs> so I was like, tectonic plates? And he's like, yeah, dad, we've been studying it in school. And I was like, yo, I'm sorry, little man, I don't remember covering that in third grade. And he looked at me, he goes like this, this guy. Like, I'm the asshole in this conversation so far. <laughs> then he goes down the hallway, knocks on his sister's door. My daughter's 10, and 
they come out to the living room and they talked about tectonic plates for 15 minutes in my face. You understand this? You know how stupid you feel? You watch your kids have a conversation you don't understand and you pay the school that makes it possible. A nine-year-old gave up on me in my house. He tried three times to explain to me. They looked at his sister. He was like, yo, uh, he's not getting it. Before I let y'all go, uh, I feel like I owe it to y'all. Um, tectonic plates. Uh, the things that move that cause earthquakes. And I'm saying it that way because that's how you had to dumb it down. You enjoyed that conversation. I'm still my time. It's 4 a.m. And either intentionally and or on purpose, you have stumbled on to the Late Late Show. Yes, I am your co-host of the evening, the Rico Suave Man. Filling in for the ever-vacationing Ed Clayton. He's probably in some place exotic like Toledo right now. Um, <laughs> you are tuned to WAIF Cincinnati. This is 88.3, just left of the right of your dial. Because why me, man, and I'm very tired. Yeah, Memberthon has that on me. But just to let you know that the Late Late Show will contain material that may be considered offensive and or unsuitable for some listeners. And if by chance you are offended by this program, please tune away at this time. Return to Wave at 5 a.m. when Open Your Bible will come on the airwaves and bless your soul. And WAVE as a community radio station serves only to open its airwaves to responsible, divergent points of view. The opinions expressed on this program are do not reflect the views of WAVE, its staff, or its board of trustees. The opinions on this program are my views and or the views of my guests. Yes, and kids, today we are in the middle or just the beginning of Spring Memberthon. Yes. Jeez, Rico, what is the Spring Memathon? Can you please enlighten me a bit? Why, yes, I can, Junior. <clears throat> Thank you for tuning to listener-supported Wave Radio. We are in the middle of our Spring Memathon. Please help keep Wave Radio on the air and indicate your support of this program by making a pledge right now. <laughs> Your gift of $25 or more makes you a member and gives you voting rights at the WAVE annual meeting. Annual means once a year. So, yeah. You only have to do it, you know, go once a year. You will also receive the annual WAVE alert newsletter and a rainbow-colored WAVE sticker for your car. It's a lovely plumage. Please call 513-961-8900 right now to make your pledge. When you call, you can tell us the name of the program you wish to get credit for your pledge. This lets our board know that what, what yeah, this lets our board know that you like that show, 
and want to keep it on the air. Every show must meet a minimum of pledges to stay on the air at WAVE. You can also make your pledge online with a credit card or PayPal by visiting our website at waveradio.org. Enter your membership, dollar amount, and the show name in the appropriate fields and click the payment button of your choice. Please give us a call at 513-961-8900 or visit our website and pledge $25 or more to become a member of listener-supported radio, Wave Cincinnati. Thank you for listening and for your support of Radio As It Was Meant To Be, Wave 8.3. There we go. That's more dramatic. Maybe next time I'll do you this. Yes. Anyways, all right. So now we're done with the themes. We're going to go into some, just some classic comedy. A couple of things. Maybe some Weird Al Yankovic. I don't know. I won't know till you guys know. But we'll start off with Don Adams doing some stand-up. Yeah, so here we go. So here now is one of America's brightest new monologists, Don Adams. Don, what are you going to do for us tonight? Well, first, Steve, I'd like to sing a few songs, and then I'll go into my funny dance. Thanks a lot. Nice song you're scratching your forehead. Would you give me a little one here? That's fine. Here he is, Don Adams. Listen to this. Now, it's football season and all that jazz. Good evening. It's uh, my pleasure to spend the next few minutes with you, and I uh, I cut a little article out of the paper that I thought might have been, might be of some interest to you folks who are going Christmas shopping. It's, uh, it says that they're developing a new car that will be powered by electricity. And, uh, and this electrically powered car will cost about $5,000. That's uh, $1,000 for the car and $4,000 for the extension cord. <laughs> it might be a nice present. I imagine that a lot of the folks looking in tonight are married, especially the men. And... Uh, <laughs> And those of you who are married are probably very familiar with the thing called women's intuition. Yes. Well, for those of you who are still bachelors and don't know too much about this, I should like to explain briefly how it works. For example, it's a cold morning and the car won't start. And you've tried everything that you know how. You've cleaned the spark plugs, you've cleaned the carburetor, you've charged the battery. Nothing helps. The car won't start. And your wife walks in and you say, honey, the car won't start. And she says, of course. The bolt is loose on the license plate. (laughs) So you smile and you tighten the bolt on the license plate. Not only does the car start, but the dashboard clock that hasn't worked in four years starts ticking like Big Ben. If something goes wrong with the television set, you don't send out for anybody, you don't bother with tubes, you go downstairs to the basement and you tap a certain pipe. Three times. Sometimes you tap the wrong pipe and you have to be led back down again like a child. 
was working in the workshop the other day with an electric drill, and the electric drill wouldn't work. And I said, honey, the electric drill won't work. And she said, change your shoes. <laughs> so I put on a pair of old white sneakers, and the electric drill still wouldn't work. I said, honey, I changed my shoes, and the electric drill still won't work. And she said, stupid. I said, change the fuse. Who ever heard of making an electric drill work by changing the fuse? This is the way it usually works. Uh, this naturally brings us to the subject of football. <laughs> I have just returned from visit to my home, which is in New York, upstate New York, and while I was there, I went back to my old grammar school and I visited all my old teachers. They all remembered me. I just graduated last September. <laughs> Actually, that's a lie. I'm a college man. I went to a little university in upstate New York, a small school. You've probably never even heard of it. Glick. <laughs> it's a small school. Anyway, we had a man up there, and he was a football coach, and he was one of the great football coaches. As a matter of fact, he was known in sports circles. Well, he was known just everywhere. We, we just used to like to think of him as Mr. Football. Leon Football was his name. <laughs> and I'll never forget the day that we played State University. It was during halftime, and he was giving us one of his magnificent pep talks. All right, men, I'm not going to stand up here today and give you one of my magnificent pep talks. I'm not going to remind you of your old alma mater. I'm not going to remind you of the honor and the glory of this school and its great colors, which have gone unblemished for the past week and a half. <laughs> no, I'm just going to remind you of the bets we have on this game. <laughs> you are up to here. Those bookies mean business. <laughs> now, man, we've got a job to do. We've got the players to do it with. Now, Glancy. And we expected bigger things from you this year in the country. <laughs> well, just don't sit there when I'm talking. That's better. Now, Zapmar, you're a good end. And Hopnagle, you're a good halfback. And a good end and a good halfback go hand in hand. But not on the campus. <laughs> Body, a feeling of insecurity. <laughs> now, why can't you mankind be more like Jonesy? Incidentally, I want to commend Jonesy in the magnificent way that he tried to block that kick in the first quarter. Took real guts and courage the way he dashed in there like a maniac. By the way, where is Jonesy? <laughs> that? What's he lying there for? <laughs> and stop sticking your tongue out at me. I'm your coach. <laughs> What's that? That's not his tongue? Well, somebody get that football out of his mouth. <laughs> One thing I can't stand is shirkers. All right, men, I've tried to do everything in my power to help you win this game. I want to apologize about using the poison gas in the first quarter. <laughs> As you know, the wind was blowing the wrong way. And, <laughs> and the 
among other things, we lost our entire cheering section. <laughs> yes, well, nobody feels this more than I do, because as you all know, before becoming head coach here this morning, <laughs> I was assistant cheerleader for 27 years. And so at this time, I should like to lead you in one of my favorite cheers. All right? Everybody up. Boomalaka, 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 boom. Boomalaka, boomalaka, boom, boom, boom. A lingalaka, a lingalaka, a lingarangatang, a rick, a rick a ticky tack, a rang, a rick a zack, a rack a lacky boom. A ring a ting. Ticky tack, a bow wax, a wax, a wax, bow wax, a wax, hi ho, hi ho, walla go, walla go, wax. <laughs> a ring a ting, a ring a ling. <laughs> ring a ting, a lang a lang. A ring a tang, a rick a ticky tack, a ring a lack a boom. A ring a zing, a lang a lang a boom. Ring a tang, a rack, a rack a ticky tack, a rang, a lack a boom. <laughs> Yay, glick. <laughs> kind of gets you right in here, doesn't it? <laughs> Makes you sick to your stomach. <laughs> All right, men, before sending you back out to that slaughterhouse, I just want to go over one or two more things. There have been some nasty, vicious, ugly rumors going around that I have tried to fix the examination papers and trigonometry of some of the members of this squad. And these ugly, vicious, nasty rumors have been directed at some of our new boys that we recruited from the Mau Mau. <laughs> All right, men, stop rattling those spirits. In leaving you, I should just like to leave you with the words of the founder of Brick University, Morris L. University, who said... Of insults, the merchant of venom, the pussycat boss, Mr. Don Rickles. It's a wonderful thrill to be here with uh, Dean Martin on his show. Dean Martin has been a friend of many, many years. Dean, I, I say this from my heart, really. I've never liked you. Never. <laughs> I mean, where's a man going with Rolores? <laughs> Glass of milk, huh, Pat? <laughs> I want to wish you quickly he'd all over your stomach. Pat Bone, one of our great stars, right? As a daytime show, it's marvelous. The way he comes out. Hi, I'm Pat Bone. What do you want, a cookie? <laughs> Making a fool of yourself. You're going nowhere, Pat. I'm a friend. <laughs> the pimples, you still think it comes from Hershey's, huh? Well, I got a reputation. Ricardo Montalban, a good friend. You know this. I got a reputation of being like Newsweek said, the merchant of venom, destroy stars. You people in the back, this is not true. I love people, really. Ricardo, why do I kid you? Why? 
course I don't like you. Flies all around. Here's some mud. Finish your hut. Every time you see him with Esther Williams, jump in the pool, jump in the pool. Isn't this fun, Pat? You're staying up late and everything, eh? Later on, you put on your pajamas and run around the room playing dump truck. <laughs> Isn't this fun, Dean? Eh? He's laughing and the Jewish guy took your wallet. I... Please, folks. Danny Thomas. Great, great star. Really is. And I kid about Danny many, many times. It's good to see you again, Danny. And all the baloney about the Jewish people and the Egyptians with war. Nonsense. I love and respect you. I say this from my heart in your native tongue. Which means I never want you around me. You understand that, Danny? He's a great... You ever see his nose? When he breathes, the lip gets sucked right up. (laughs) You're not Lebanese. You're a hawk. A cocktail little earphone that you got all the time, right? Talking into a shoe. You're going to love it at the home. <laughs> Ross Martin sitting there going, I'm a cowboy. I'm a cowboy. <laughs> I kid you, Ross. I, I, I want you to know something. You, you just got married, didn't you? Is that the wife? Holy. <laughs> Take a look at what Ross Martin married, will you please? Looks like a real mercy mission. Look at this, now I got him looking at her. How do you like this? She's going, I'm right, I married a dog. Throw a stick on the floor, see if she brings it back. No, I didn't, you're very good. Ricardo, would you come here for a second? Ricardo, would you come here? Try it, try it. It's called walking. Walking. You're a fine actor, really. If you would, Ricardo, I kid, this is a wonderful friend. A lot of talk in Hollywood, we don't need that. <laughs> Listen, I'd like you to do me a favor, would you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Ricardo, for me, I, I, for Dean, see, because you do a lot of big movies, and this would help me, see? Uh, I do some acting, and I, I'd like to show you, see, that I am Geronimo. See, you be the Indian slave. Dean, would you do me a favor? Come here a second. Run, run, run. <laughs> Step back, you didn't say may I? Now. Okay, come back down. Look at dummy, he did it. Charlie, you and I, are, come here, Charlie. Run, 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 hurry up, Charlie, I'm getting fed up. You and I are the two Indian slaves, we're over here. Now, when I, when I point you, just say, Chief, the fort's on fire. You say. Say what? The, the fort's on fire. <laughs> to make a mistake, he gets it. Now, I'm telling you. <laughs> Is this fun, Ricardo? A lot of fun. Better than hanging around Mexico by the border going, now listen, Ricardo, you come running in from there. I send a message. See, I go, what does it say you lean over, Charlie? <laughs> now, listen, Ricardo, you just send the message. Dean, you come up and you say, the fort's on fire. You send the message that I give to you, okay? Good. Huh? When I tell you, dummy, you're getting on my nerves. Just look at your legs and figure out how come the veins are going the wrong way. Okay, you and I are Indians, okay? What's your first name? Wrong! Now... bit for this dummy. I'll do it. Don't do Swanee. Just do what I tell you, huh? Right away, he's got to go into Swanee. Stand on the box. I'm not going to say it again. I'm warning you. Okay. Now you stand and say the story of the American Indian. You and I are Indians, okay? Dance. We're Indians. Hi, 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 hi,
don't make up your own steps. Just do what I do, huh? By the way, the fat kid's making up his own steps. And by the way, so far the music's great. Go crazy when you feel it run out in the audience and attack anybody. I'm making it up, dummy. Get over here. Okay, that's one for the fat guy. Fat guy leading the Jewish kid, one nothing, going into the last hit. All right, hate to interrupt Don Rickles here. <clears throat> but we are in the middle of our spring member-thon. Yes, please help keep Wave Radio on the air and indicate your support of this program by making a pledge right now. Your gift of $25 or more makes you a member and gives you voting rights at the Wave annual meeting. You will also receive the annual Wave Alert newsletter and rainbow-colored Wave sticker for your car. Please call 513-961-8900 right now to make your pledge. When you call, you tell us the name of the program that you wish to give credit for your pledge. This lets our board know that you like this show and want to keep it on the air. Every show must meet a minimum of pledges to stay on the air at WAIF. You can also make your pledge online with a credit card or PayPal by visiting our website at waiferadio.org. Enter your membership dollar amount and the show name in the appropriate fields and click the payment button of your choice. Please give us a call at 513-961-8900 or visit our website at waferadio.com and pledge $25 or more to become a member of listener-supported radio, Wave Cincinnati. Thank you for listening and for your support of radio as it was meant to be, Wave 88.3. And now back to Don Rickles. Going into the last head. Forty million people. I gotta pick on the one guy that's a moron. <laughs> you really know Loretta Young, eh? Okay. I dance alone. Make up your own steps now, eh? Smart shoes. Tom McCann have a sale? No. Then what thing? You come in. Put a what can I... You're on my foot. Then what thing can I got? An Indian, an Indian, talking Indian. You say what I say. Put it up, that guy got. You lie, you lie. Wait, I see a buffalo. Now. Again, how? Pat, you come over here. Hurry up. Run. Leave your milk there. Get over here. You're blocking me. Stand over here. You say an Indian. Over. You say an Indian. Punawate kanaka. Punawate kanata. Punanana. Punanana. I said that. Make up your own stuff. You're great in this. I'll make you great. You say, Punanana kana. An Indian, you answer. What comes over the valley? That's Indian. I'm not going to let you slap me again, I'll tell you that. What did you prove by that little smart outburst? Defense, slow pitch. It's not to get to me. Now. Relax, relax. You'll make it up. 
You see why you're not a big star, you <laughs> Our legs are locked. Now, okay. I got a nibble. Now. Tonight, tonight. Esta noche. You made a fool of yourself. And give Charlie a big hand, everybody. To all of you, my friends, really, I kid around about life, but no matter what your beliefs are, we all pray for one thing. As Lyndon Baines Johnson, our great president, only said last night, what's happening? Bordine's laughing. Big Academy Award winner. Remember you and Marty? He was so brilliant in Marty, and today it's over. <laughs> like that, go figure this business. Rodney Dangerfield. Hello. Every time I do something, it never works out right. I always get stuck, you know? That's how I got my name, Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, I went into show business. I wanted to better myself. And I saw an ad in the paper. It said, improve your personality. So I went to see the man. And he told me my personality was okay. But my name was my problem. And I said to him, my name? Well, how can a name be a problem? Well, even William Shakespeare said, what's in a name? He said, who? I said, William Shakespeare. He said, look, you want to listen to me or you want to listen to your friends? <laughs> I said, I don't understand. I mean, uh, is it good to change your name? He said, of course, I always keep changing my name. In fact, right now, I can give you a very good deal. There was a man here last week, left me a deposit on a name, he never came back. <laughs> Actually, it's a thousand dollar name. I'll tell you what I'll do. I have a new name coming in next week. <laughs> and I need the space. <laughs> I'll let you have the name for $500. I said, $500? That's a lot of money. He said, it's a great name. It's a name. Once people hear it, they'll start saying it. I said, what's the name? He said, Rodney Dangerfield. I said, Rodney Dangerfield? He said, see, you just heard it. You're starting to say it. <laughs> Listen to me, take the name. Seymour, go down in the basement, look in the blue box, and bring up a Rodney Dangerfield. I said, wait a minute. Suppose I use the name, I don't like it. Can I bring it back? He said, of course. All I ask is one thing. While you're using the name, don't give it a bad name. So finally, I decided to call myself Rodney Dangerfield. As soon as I got home, I thought to myself, what did I do? I made a mistake. I called the guy up. I said, look, this is Rodney Dangerfield. He said, who? 
I said, Dangerfield, don't you remember? He said, oh yeah, Shakespeare's friend. I said, look, I don't want the name. He said, don't be foolish. Try it for two weeks. I guarantee you'll keep it. So I tried the name for two weeks. I still didn't like it. I went to bring it back. I couldn't find the guy. He changed his name. <laughs> professional radio here <laughs> oh well yes kids it's now 4.30 a.m. you're listening to Wave at Cincinnati it's time for the membership wrap um, we're in the middle of our spring marathon please help keep Wave radio on the air and indicate your support of this program by making a pledge right now 25 bucks or more makes you a member and gives you voting rights at the Wave annual meeting You'll also receive the annual Waves Alert newsletter and a rainbow-colored Waves sticker for your car. Please call 513-961-8900 right now to make your pledge. 
When you call, you can tell us the name of the program that you wish to give credit for your pledge. This, this lets our board know that you like that show and want to keep it on the air. Every show must meet a minimum of pledges to stay on the air at WAFE. You can also make your pledge online with a credit card or PayPal by visiting our website at www.waferadio.org. Enter your membership dollar amount and the show name in the appropriate fields and click the payment button of your choice. Please give us a call at 513-961-8900 or visit our website and pledge 25 bucks or more to become a member of listener-supported radio, Wave Cincinnati. Thank you for listening and for your support of radio as it was meant to be. WEIF FM 88.3. And now we're going to go on to... Um... Let's see, um, the Bickersons, because I love the Bickersons. We all know I love the Bickersons. Birthday party. I didn't go to bed till 11. No, but you fell asleep at the dinner table tonight, right in the middle of dessert. Ugh. I think you deliberately fell asleep to avoid talking to me anyway. No. I had a very tough day. I'm dead on my feet. You never talked to me, John. Actually, you haven't said anything since you proposed to me. I think I said too much then. <laughs> You're not the only one who regrets it, you know. I don't regret it. I'm just sleepy. I don't need a building to fall on my head. I can tell by your attitude. You're not even pleasant when you're not sleepy. Are you? Yes, I am. Generally speaking. You certainly are. <laughs> I am what? Generally speaking. You see, you're the one who always starts everything. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Sure, it's easy to say you're sorry now. No, it isn't. From the first day I met you, I've done nothing but suffer. You've always been a conceited, selfish, inconsiderate, lazy brute. Then why did you marry me? I didn't know it then. You did, too. Everybody knew it. <laughs> I could cry when I think of the way you treated me. First time I cooked a stew for you, the cat ate it up before you got home. I was brokenhearted, but did you offer me any sympathy? I got you a new cat, didn't I? <laughs> the cat didn't die until a month later. And it wasn't from my cooking. You kept putting bourbon in her milk. Bourbon never hurt anybody. It killed the cat. That's because she mixed it with milk. <laughs> Begged her to drink it straight. I want to sleep. It amazes me that you can sleep at all with your guilty conscience. What have I done now? How could you, John? How could I what? How could you forget that it's my birthday next week? Oh, 
Blanche, this is really getting silly. You'd better see a psychiatrist. That kind of talk won't help you, John. You're just trying to make me forget. You forgot to remember not to forget my birthday. There must be a simpler way of saying that. <laughs> you might at least have bought me a present. I did buy a present. It'll be delivered on your birthday. I'm having your name engraved on it. What is it? It's a genuine imitation alligator traveling bag. <laughs> traveling bag. Last year, you got me a cosmetic set. And the year before that, you got me a set of encyclopedias. It isn't hard to see what you're thinking. What am I thinking? I'm stupid, I'm ugly, and you want to get rid of me. Well, I've never heard of such a thing in all my life. That is true, isn't it? I'm stupid, I'm ugly, and you want to get rid of me. I do not want to get rid of you. But I'm stupid and ugly. I didn't say that. But you think it of me. I never think of you at all. Don't yell at me. You're giving me that dreadful pain again. What pain? Oh, nothing. Are you sick again? What pain? What are you talking about? It's my head. I've had it off and on for the last three weeks. I'll take it off now and go to sleep. Why don't you care about me? I'm warning you, John Biggis, and I won't touch your cheap old present. It's a beautiful bag and it set me back eight dollars. You know how I've been longing for some new clothes. Why don't you get your eight dollars back, add a little money to it, and buy me an ermine wrap? Add a little money to it? Do you know how much an ermine wrap costs? Mel Shaw bought one for Louise. What do I care? I can't afford to spend it, so how can I buy you an ermine wrap? Mel Shaw makes less than you do, and he buys Louise ermine wraps and still manages to dress Natalie. Natalie who? <laughs> you know what I mean. I want an ermine wrap. You can't have an ermine wrap. You'll take the bag and like it. Where will I travel with it? I swear, as soon as I have enough in the bank, I'm going to send you on a trip around the world. Maybe I don't want to go there. Go where? Around the world. Suppose I want to go someplace else. Besides, you'd probably send me on one of those horrid old banana boats with a lot of convicts rowing it. Anything to get me out of your sight. I'm not sending you on a banana boat. I can see the boat getting caught in the storm. A wave will wash me into the ocean. I'm going down for the third time, and you're cruising by in your luxury life. Why don't you throw me a life belt, John? hysterical blanks. It's four o'clock in the morning and I've got to get some sleep. You'd have been asleep hours ago if it hadn't been for your snoring. Oh, can I help it if I snore? Yes, you can. Dr. Hersey says you snore because you don't get enough exercise. Dr. Hersey. He says you should play golf or badminton. Okay, I'll start next week. You say it, but you won't do it. Do it now. <laughs> Go on, get up and play badminton. Boy, are you out of your mind? Who can I play with at four o'clock in the morning? Call your girlfriend, Gloria Goosby. Oh, Gloria Goosby. You'd love to play badminton with her if she was willing. She's always willing and we never play badminton. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to play anything with Gloria Goosby and I forbid you to mention her name again. Oh, hush up and go to sleep. Sure, go to sleep, she tells Works me into a frenzy with bananas and badminton. Hate my present. Ah, she tells me, go to sleep. Sure. I'll never sleep. Another wink is long as John, the telephone, answer it. Hello. Go to the phone and answer it. Never thought to fail at the minute. Hello. This is the phone company troubleshooter. Did your telephone ring all right? Drop dead! I never heard of 
such a thing. That wasn't the phone company. That's the plot. Everybody wants to keep me awake. Nobody wants to keep you awake, dear. Don't get upset. Don't get upset. John. <sighs> can I have something else instead of the bag? If they haven't engraved it yet. What do you want? I'd like the money instead. I need it for the rent. The rent? There's $90 in the cookie jar. No, there isn't. There's two. I looked yesterday. You didn't look today. Oh, now, Blanche, don't tell I me that... I spend it foolishly. I bought Christmas cards. $90 worth of Christmas cards? What kind of insanity is that? I can't afford to throw away $90 on Christmas cards. Don't scream at me. I deny myself everything. I cut my own hair. I nailed rubber heels on my socks to save on shoes. My shorts look like lace curtains. And she squandered $90 on Christmas cards. They're not for my own use. I'm going into business. I bought them for five cents a dozen, and I can get a quarter apiece for them. Five cents a dozen? Let me see those cards. They're lovely. They all have a pretty design, and I'll sell them like hotcakes. Here, look at this one. Read the poetry on it. Let me see it. Season's greetings. Christmas comes but once a year, and so let's hoist our cup of cheer. I hope that you'll hear soon from Sandy. Merry Christmas, dearest Sandy. <laughs> well, that's crummy. Let me see another one. They're all the same. All the same? Cards all for an ant? There aren't that many ants in the world. I knew you'd pick on me. All I'm trying to do is make a little extra money so I don't have to ask you for it. You keep telling me how poor we are. No, you're just making us poor. How could you throw away the rent money on such a stupid investment? Well, maybe I made a mistake. I'm sorry, John. Oh, what's the use? Forget it and go to sleep. Go to sleep, he tells me. I make his life miserable. Throw away his hard-earned money. Keep him awake all hours of the night. Go to sleep, he tells me. I'll never sleep. I'll never wink as long as I... <laughs> and she complains about my snoring. Having a baby... Okay, I'm going to do this a little bit early. Do another pledge wrap. That way we can just listen to Weird Al Yankovic till the top of the hour. So thank you for tuning in to Listener Supported Wave Radio. We are in the middle of our spring member-thon. Please help keep Wave Radio on the air and indicate your support of this program by making a pledge right now. Your gift of $25 or more makes you a member and gives you voting rights at the Wave Annual Meeting. You will also receive the annual Wave Alert newsletter and a rainbow-colored Wave sticker for your car. Uh, excuse me. Please call 513-961-8900 right now to make your pledge. When you call, you can tell us the name of the program. You know this stuff. Uh, sorry, I'm very tired and belchy, apparently. When you call, you can tell us the name of the program you wish to give credit for your pledge. This lets our board know that you like that show and want to keep it on the air. Every show must meet a minimum of pledges to stay on the air at WAIF. You can also make your pledge online with a credit card or PayPal by visiting our website at waferadio.org. Enter your membership, dollar amount, and the show name in the appropriate fields and click the payment button of your choice. Please give us a call at 513-961-8900 or visit our website and pledge $25 or more to become a member of Listener Supported Radio, Wave Cincinnati. Thank you for listening and for your support of radio as it was meant to be, WEIF 88.3. And now, like I said, we're just going to play nothing but Weird Al Yankovic till the top of the hour.
So here we go. I wanna dig it down. I wanna dig it away down.
wretched and the poor. Your mama's in the kitchen with a can of cycle four. There's garbage in the water and there's poison in the sky. And I guess I won't be long before we're all gonna die. Happy birthday.
And let me tell you what you didn't win. A 20-volume set of the Encyclopedia International, a case of kernel wax, and a year's supply of rice the San Francisco treat. But that's not all. You also made yourself look like a jerk in front of millions of people. And you brought shame and disgrace on your family name for generations to come. You don't get to come back tomorrow. You don't even get a lousy copy of our home game. You're a complete loser.
Well, kids, before I leave, I want to say it's been fun today, co-host, I mean, guest hosting the Late Late Show with Ed Clayton, uh, the ever-vacationing Ed Clayton, let's call him. Um, I want to remind you that we are in the middle of our member-thon, and if you cannot give to Ed's show, please give to the beautiful people, the Dr. Walker and Miss Wanda Walker, on the show that's coming up, Open Your Bible. I just want to say thank you, have fun, God bless, and it's 5 o'clock, bingy da bunga da bung. You're listening to WAIF Cincinnati.